fucking long neck ass beard. <laughs> All right, welcome baby. to the first episode of the Bets and Brewskies podcast with thousands of other football yeah. podcasts. We're happy you decided to listen to us. If you like what you hear, please consider descri- subscribing, rating, and reviewing. Uh, that'll help us out a lot and help spread uh, our biased and terrible gambling picks. For our first episode, we want to uh, discuss a little bit of the NFL trade deadline. Uh, a lot of crazy stuff happened this week. And uh, then we're also going to cover uh, this weekend, to discuss some of our picks. Uh, my name is Elliot Stalkup. Uh, I'm a big Bears fan, uh, so I'm pretty biased towards them. Uh, bear down. And then joined, <laughs> I have uh, Brent Bradford. Uh, yeah, Bradford. Uh, Matthew Fagley. Uh, hey, so hey. we're going to get into the trade deadline. Uh, you'll discover their biases along the way. Um, so getting into it, uh, the first trade one that talk. first one I remembered from uh, this week was Naheem Hines. That was – Okay. Of course that's what? the first one you fucking bring up. Okay. <laughs> I, it was the first one I remembered from the day. Um, but – so he gets he goes to the Bills for Zach Moss and a sixth round pick. Uh, Naheem Hines played seven games this year. He had 18 carries for 36 yards and a rushing touchdown, but he was much more of a, a receiving threat. He had 25 receptions, uh, 28 targets, 188 yards receiving, but no touchdowns. Uh, this is yeah. a good dump off hey, off hey, the ground. Hey. I mean, uh, instead I, of Alvin rushing the ball and getting hey. hit, Naheem hey. Hines is going to be able to get it. So uh, Matt, you obviously like Naheem Hines. So. Give us, give us something. Hey. Yeah, yeah, let me step in here. This one was a, a heartbreaker from a, from a Colts fan, you know. Naeem is electrifying. The dude didn't get hardly any touches. We just paid him in the offseason. Gave him a pretty big contract. And then fucking nine weeks through the season, we ship him off to the Bills. The rich get richer. Like, what is this shit? Don't give the ball to JT. Naeem was supposed to be in the slot for... I mean, I thought he was going to be a big part of the offense. And then we don't use him all season. Matt Ryan sucks. Here we are with Sam Ellinger, fucking 3-4-1, and one, baby. Personally, I don't think this is a huge upgrade for the Bills. Yeah, I think it oh, does. I, 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 I think it does a little bit for the – but the passing game is already electric itself. Yeah, but it – so they're only just other running back do much Singletary right now, though, yeah? It just doesn't and James do much Cook. for me. But James Cook hasn't do. done much this season. I just don't think it's as impactful oh. as a lot of the other trades that have happened. No, I don't I, think I it's the biggest that, name. But, I mean, that, that does give Josh Allen another weapon. And Naeem it's can, fair. like, he can go. Like, there are games. I mean, he's Especially a power turner. He's pass-heavy pass, pass offense. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. He's a he's good a, punt a returner, too. Special teams. Like, yeah, I, I, think I think he'll, he'll definitely fill that punt return role. And like I said, he's a good dump-off option because Allen's been running the ball a lot. And to protect protect the quarterback, you know, it's good to have that that underneath option, which I don't know yeah. if they really have that right now because they have burners like Gabe Davis and, and I know Stephon Diggs is is a good uh, option. for, But he's still – Yeah, he's probably a top three wide receiver in the league. I'm not I'm saying not, it's a – it's not a bad – I'm saying for shorter uh, trade for, like, what they got. But, like, I just don't think it's, like, a huge upgrade. No, I now I, I think they gave like, up like I mean Zach Moss clearly wasn't doing much for him. Yeah, I think. And a I mean, six round pick, what does that fucking matter? Yeah, I don't mind Zach Moss to be honest. I thought he was pretty decent for the Bills, but it's just like I feel like Naeem was really good for the locker room too. Like every video you saw out on like the Colts 
social media was like of fucking Naeem, like getting people going and shit. So I don't know. We'll see. You I were guess. the only one who saw those. Nobody else <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. He's you're, deep you're on right. Colts Twitter. Uh, right. And I mean, the Colts also fired their offensive coordinator this week. So it, yeah, it's, but I don't think that's a big deal either because I mean, fucking Frank Reich is the play caller. So I, I mean, I. Is, but is this Marcus Frank Reich? Brady, is he well, passing the blame and trying to save his job? I, or do I you think he's gone that. after the season? I personally think he's gone after this season, but Marcus Brady was the quarterback's coach whenever, like, Jacoby and Phillip was there. So, like, I don't know how he became the offensive coordinator, and I don't know what his role was, but I don't think it's that big of a loss for them. I think Frank needs to go for sure. And as much as people want to talk up Gus Bradley, I think he needs to go too. I fucking hate that dude. Anyway. Who else is on the trade deadline here? So, uh, <laughs> we also got Calvin Ridley later in the day to the Jags for a fifth and fourth round, or a fifth in 2023 and a fourth round in 2024. Uh, he's, of course, suspended for the rest of the season. So doesn't do much for me right now. Let's skip yeah. his ass. I, I mean, I think it's a good receiving Shout option. Shout out Calvin Ridley. I, good for the Jags, but they don't have a good quarterback, so it doesn't hey, matter. Hey, Calvin Ridley put an eight-leg parlay and fucking hammered that thing and got suspended <laughs> for a year. What <laughs> the fuck, dude? I mean, not that the Jags are going to be like they won't use them this year and who knows how good they'll be next year. But I mean, they have weapons. Christian they Jones, have a lot of receiving Jones, dude, like they're going to be pretty good. Travis Etienne's good. I know they just lost uh, James Robinson to the Jets. Mm-hmm. Lost. I mean, shout out. James well, he Robinson, was electric though. last season. I mean, he was Honestly, very good. I'm I saying, but you can't have both of those guys on there. You're you're wasting one of their talents. Clearly, James Robinson's a dog. And yeah, I mean, ETN's better, but I mean, the Jets. Two electric running backs can work, though. I mean, hey, Detroit Lions, Jamal and Williams. If we look at Dude, Cleveland Browns with Nick Chubb and Green Hunt. I mean, it can work, True. but I, I do think the Jags have a lot of weapons for next but season. But the value, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you just yeah. got to get uh, then the the headliner of the day was Bradley Chubb to the Dolphins. Uh, he was traded for Ooh, Chase Edmonds. Love and a that's that's a filthy trade, dude. I yeah. love that trade. Filthy. Oh, yeah. I think they're gonna like it. Um, he he's been he just extended him today too. Yes, for 113 million or something like that. Something crazy. Yeah, I think it was like 60 million guaranteed. So yeah. probably like a three four year contract. That's pretty good. And they so, picked up no. Jeff Wilson. And yes, I think he's kind of sliding under the radar a little bit. Well, like I, I was going to mention him, Jeff Wilson to the Dolphins for a fifth round pick, and being that Jeff Wilson was in the Shanahan system for a while, yeah. I think he's going to make an easy transition into the Mike McDaniel system. And frankly, the Dolphins' yeah, but, rushing attack hasn't been anything to be excited about, but I think Jeff Wilson adds a whole lot to that. Him and Raheem Mostert back there, mm-hmm. that's going to be a good little duo. Yep. Yep. Uh, so then we got Chase Claypool to the Bears for Steeler from the Steelers for a second round pick. Um, Bears got fleeced. Hey, Bears it would have been better if it was for a third fleeced. round pick. But I don't Bears. hate that they're doing this. They're trying to get weapons around Justin Fields. I think he's. I think he's shown in the last two weeks he's getting better, and, and with more weapons around him, Darnell Mooney's a good good receiver, but he's not a true number one. I don't know if Chase Claypool is. We'll yeah, find out. Either. He was very good a couple seasons ago. He was the true number one in in uh, Pittsburgh for a short time. So maybe maybe he'll do that at the Bears. That's my hope. And, and it think, shows me uh, I like what the Bears organization is doing right now. Do you? Some, yeah, I do. I, I think they're getting picks. They're trying to get younger players. And 
and get maximum value out of their defensive pieces because we're obviously not going to. What the fuck? What the fuck are you talking about? We're trying to to be a a well Personally, uh, I fucking think we should do this and do real good. (laughs) Fuck out of here. I'm optimistic. Just tell them. Tell us for a while I've been optimistic. Well, I don't mind. I think didn't Claypool go for a second rounder? Like what? Then wasn't he drafted as a second rounder? I'm almost positive that he was. So they paid the same exact. He was price definitely not that. a first been, rounder. Yeah, I think he was a second or a third. But they paid the same exact price for a dude that is going to need a contract coming up soon because he's off his he rookie was- deal, and he's not that good of a wide receiver. Like he's not done shit in the past two years. And I understand that like Ben Roethlisberger wasn't too great last year and. The offense over there in Pittsburgh isn't doing too hot, but I, I think he's know. getting an upgraded quarterback. Though. To fix the... What? Uh, he's getting an upgraded I mean, quarterback. Uh, I mean, I think Justin Fields partially. playing right now is better than what Roethlisberger was last year, and what Kenny Pickens and what maybe not Mitch, but what Kenny's been this year. Yeah, yeah. I think Kenny will be good though. I just I think Kenny will turn out to be good. Claypool I was I a second round pick though in twenty twenty. What do you say, Bradford? I think Kenny Pickett's ass. <laughs> I think he could be good. I mean, who knows, though? He sucked so far this year. He needs to quit turning the ball over. But Well, overall, the Steelers are – they have, I mean, uh, what's his name back there? Uh, Najee Harris Najee? has been, Najee. been bad. Najee's mid. Well, their offensive line is fucking terrible, too. Yeah, so, like, very fair. All right, the last trade. Well, hold on. We can't just skip over. I mean, the Bears also got rid of their two best defensive players. I, I, would, I would say one, of, one best hi, defensive Ali. player. Yeah. Am I allowed to say hi? Yeah, you can say hi. Hi. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> but, so Roquan going to the – Roquan going to the Ravens. There we go. I think it was honestly a pretty good pickup for the Ravens. They have Patrick Queen, but like getting an actual veteran in there. Oh, Roquan, good. dude, I am fucking hype about that. Yeah, that should yeah, be pretty good. Dude, when that happened, I was like, are you, we traded that little for him? <laughs> yeah. The, he got the, fucking the bears grifted, get, Bears. Yeah, what the Bears get out of him? A uh, dry handy and a fucking and a bag of chips. <laughs> And a uh, washing machine. <laughs> would I have liked to get more? Yes, obviously. But well, Roquan yes, is defensive. easily like a top 20 defensive talent. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, he has the most tackles in the NFL right now. At 83. He's literally leading the NFL in tackles. He's and they're just like, nope, get him the he's fuck tw- out He's 25 years old. 25 years old. <laughs> Yes, yeah, and at the time, I didn't realize he was 25. It felt like he's been in the league longer than that. So that one, I'm not as big a fan as. But the, but the problem is, he probably wasn't coming back next season. He's going to want a huge contract. So I I don't think it I don't think it hurts the Bears in the long run to to not have him. Well, clearly yeah. they're not focused on winning they're, right now. Exactly. So. Yeah, I so, mean, they're getting so draft picks. yeah, oh, you're uh, getting draft picks right now. I mean, can you blame them? 
We have hundred I mean, million seems, dollars in cap space. Seems like it I shakes think, out pretty even. It's good if the Ravens want to go run and hit yes. a playoff run right now, and maybe they yeah. keep them in the long run. But we usually don't play it. We usually don't pay our fucking free agents. So yeah, or our like and trades. It was either we trade him for draft picks or he just leaves. I mean, much rather well, get I mean, draft picks. When you're tanking for the number one pick, I would want the fuck out too. Hey, we're not tra- we're not tanking for the number one. We got Justin Fields, baby. They're going for number. <laughs> Seven. What number four? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like so what? We also got T.J. Hawkinson. I think that right. may be the, the most impactful trade. Dude. I well, I think Bradley Chubb's more impactful, but T.J. Hawkinson. Dude, that's Hawk is gonna Hawk is gonna cousin. ball. He's gonna feast because J.J. and Adam Thielen are gonna be getting double covered. T.J. Hawkinson's gonna be open in the middle of the field with 15 yards to run. I would I would not be shocked if at the end of the year he's starting to get into that like top three tight end conversation with Kelsey, uh, Mark Andrews, and I don't know is Darren Waller still in that conversation because he's been seeing he that. Sure. I mean, it's Derek Carr's fault anyway, so it doesn't well, matter. fucking bitch. So <laughs> I I really like that for for the Vikings. That uh, was such a wild trade though. Like literally, the Lions traded away their best freaking player or a bag of balls in the division like literally they're gonna have to see him twice a year what are you doing that like the vikings are what five and one six and one they just lost their tight end that herb smith jr dude and they replaced him with a better tight end like that's what i was saying it's like herb smith ain't worked out but damn tj hawkinson's good he's gonna be a so dude. the lions traded him for a second round pick next year and a third round pick in 2024 yeah and they drafted him as a high first rounder drafted them above like debo Look, and like all these other superstars the vikings are going to be able to spread the field so much with this yeah they're going to be good as long as their defense can play their defense is so horrific though i mean there's they're six and one but do i mean i feel like they're not the problem is the top team though if they make the playoffs, Kirk Cousins gonna have to play in prime time. <laughs> yeah. And then they're done. Roger Goodell just flexes games to the one o'clock slot one for o'clock. Kirk. One o'clock. Super Bowls have been getting played at one o'clock this year, guys. Sorry, the Super Bowls at nine thirty a.m. in London. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Any, any more? All right. Trades? You guys want to get into nine games? Let's, let's get into, into the it. week. Yeah, let's let's, let's get in. Let's dive in into it. All right. So week nine. First game I have on the docket is the Chargers or the yeah uh, Chargers and Falcons. Uh, Chargers are three and a half point favorites. Over under forty nine and a half. Um, the Falcons have been okay. secretly good. I, I'm gonna say it. Uh, their yeah. rushing attack is top five in the NFL. Their defense is not good, uh, but somehow they've managed to be in a lot of games. Uh, I think the Chargers have underachieved. I think Brandon Staley is not a very good head coach. Uh, so, what do you guys think about this game? Matt, you want to go first well, on this? Yeah, I'll, I'll go. Uh, is this, you say this was at three and a half? Yeah. I think it's at three on FanDuel, maybe. Okay. Uh, I saw yeah, it. I, yeah, see like it three, I see it as three I and a half. Yeah, it's been floating around there. I, maybe I got two a, and a half. I doubt it gets under, see, two, under three. So, here's what I was thinking. Uh, 59% of the bets are on the Chargers. 75% of the money is on the Falcons. So, like, people are leaning Falcons at the three and a half, which I wouldn't mind. But 
I think if you can take Chargers minus two and a half, you're going to have to lay a little bit of juice, but I like them covering three against the Falcons. I think the Falcons' little uh, magic dust is about to run out. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Matt on that. I think as as Elliot has done nicely for us, he's pulled up a, a nice spreadsheet, put the stats in front of us. Justin Herbert is one of the best passing quarterbacks in the NFL. Bro, Let's he's not a get dog. That. They're they're ranked they're ranked four in pass yards per game. Guess what the Falcons are ranked in uh, pass yards defensive a game? Thirty two. Justin Ooh, Herbert is going yeah. to have a field day, and he is going yeah, he to is. roll the Falcons. Yeah. I he is. I don't yeah. even think it's going to be close. Yeah, I would agree with that. What's the total on that game? 49 and a half. 49, yeah, 49 and a half. I, Chargers it's might get high, but I, I don't, I could see it getting over that. Yeah, I could too. Falcons put up some points, so I mean, yes. Well, see, and their defense can't stop a nosebleed, so. So the, and the, the Chargers defense has been bad too. Their rush defense has been horrific. Right. They, they gave up 134 rushing yards to Nick Chubb on 17 carries. And Nick Chubb also had two touchdowns. That game. Chubb, dude. Well, and Kareem Hunt also had 47 yards on 11 carries with a touchdown as well. Uh, I mean, with the amount that the Falcons run, is it? You're talking it, a wide receiver turned running back right now as your fucking leading rusher. But he's been amazing at it, though. I mean, Cordero Patterson has been a good running back. Yeah, he's my on fan. IR, though, isn't he? That's my Parkinson's. He's probably yeah. coming back this week. I oh. think the Falcons are going to be able to run a lot. And that. That worries me on the total because if the Falcons right. just run the ball the whole time, I mean, th- there's no way you get up to 50 points because the clock's just going to run out on you. So, so you taking anything on that game, Elliot? Um, I personally don't have anything on that game. Now, should I know somebody the does have what something we're on that do? Game. Or should we just say it while we're – Yeah, I, we yeah, I think if you have something it. on the game, go ahead and give it. What's, so, we'll just uh, run through our picks at the end. Yeah, so we can we can run through them again, but uh, Brenton. Okay, yeah, yeah. For see sure. what, what I want to get to though is Brenton has a little extra something on this game that I I don't understand at all. Go, go I ahead. I think and here, I think this is gonna be what? a fucking blowout. I think the Chargers are gonna fucking roll them. I got Chargers alternate spread negative six and a half let's, uh, let's plus one forty two on Fanduel, and <laughs> I've put go. I put cash on it, so we're uh, we're gonna rock with it. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't want our I fans like listening. Yeah, to, uh, like to experience an L if I didn't experience one. So. <laughs> hey, uh, can we can we jump staying on the one o'clock slate? Can we jump to this Dolphins and Bears game? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so as of right now, I'm looking at FanDuel, and we got the Bears as four and a half point dogs. Um, that was at five earlier uh i believe yesterday i saw it at five so it's moved down a, a tad um yeah, i hit it i hit it at five i think. You hit it at five so the total on that game is 45 and a half both defenses have not been great but the dolphins did pick up bradley chubb i don't know if we have word on whether or not he's playing this week or not um but I think they were leaning towards yes in an article I read. They were okay, trying so, to play both him and, uh, uh, was it Jeff Wilson? Yes. So yeah. the Bears have been good the last couple weeks. I think their offense has been able to move the ball. They've been able to, they've been able to rush. Uh, they've started running Justin Fields more. 
which is a good thing because he's a very good athlete. Uh, but as we've seen, the Dolphins can take the top off of anybody uh, with Jalen Waddell and Tyree Hill. Uh, I don't think it's possible to stop those two right now. Uh, I just I don't think anybody has the cornerbacks or defense to do it. So, uh, yeah. Brent, Matt, what do you think about this game? So, uh, let's see, Dolphins fares 60% of the bets and 54% of the money are on the Dolphins minus four and a half. I mean, the Cowboys just put up 50 against the Bears last week. Bears defense is not very good. Just got rid of two of their best players. You got Tyree, Jalen Waddle, Big Tua. I like going with, I mean, I like the four and a half, four and a half, but, uh, I think I'm going to do what Bradford did on the last game. I'm going to take the Dolphins minus 13 and a half plus 250. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> what I, I think this uh, is, I think that the Dolphins are being grossly underrated, right? Like in this game. Yes, sir. Negative five when they've got two of the most explosive weapons in the NFL versus let's face yep. it. Uh, you know, it's the bears. We'll just say it, Elliot. No slander to you, so, but negative uh, five is reserved think, for a good team against the Dolphins. Like, come on, the Dolphins' offense is crazy. So, yeah, maybe the reason for the no. So this game's being played in Chicago. So I I, I just checked the weather just to see if it was going to be or something, but no, it's going to be it's going to be in the 60s and sunny. So. That's not. I don't think that's hey, enough at all. But it is supposed to rain on is, Saturday. Um, I don't know. That won't. Soldier Field is pretty bad though. Uh, the field is not in great. I think NFL so. games are played on Sunday. Yeah. Um. So hey, I'm I go. Uh, hey, rip a piss and go ahead, Bruce. Bruce. I'll be right back. Yeah, I will lean right towards hey. the Dolphins here. Uh, yep. I mean, I, I noticed earlier today that I would like to point out. There are a lot of home underdogs this weekend. Like, yes, 80% of the slate is home underdogs, which is quite surprising. Yeah, that's that is that's kind of crazy. So I I think I think that's going to come into effect in a couple games. Yeah, I I wish I had the stat right now. What underdogs are this year? Because I believe underdogs are hitting at something like 60%. They're hitting it up at a high rate. Pretty good. So, but I I think that. Hey, real quick, one home underdog that I would really like to hit on. Uh, this probably is going to go under the radar for a few people. Bills Jets at plus 11 and a half for the Jets. I mean, I get it. The Bills are Bills, and they have an electrifying offense. Over-under in that game is 46 and a half. Yeah. I, just doing a little math here. Like, the Bills are going to have to, like, I think this is going to be a pretty low-scoring game. Like, I think the Jets are going to matriculate the ball down the field, eat up the clock. Bills are going to get a couple big shots, obviously. They have weapons. But I kind of like the plus 11.5. I think that's a lot of points. Uh, The ticket count is split 50-50. 80% of the money is on the Jets. So the Sharps love the Jets this weekend. 85% of the money is on the under of 46.5. So – I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of with the Sharps on this one. I like the Jets plus 11 and a half. I also like it to go under 46 and a half. Oh, so you, okay. 
So you see, I I think if the Jets cover, they're gonna have to put up points. So I I don't know if I like the Jets to cover and the and the under on that. I don't know. Uh, I think their defense is kind of rocking with Robert Sala. So yeah, I, we'll their their defense I mean, is good, but it is it good enough to stop the the yeah? The I don't offense? know. I mean, that's that's the question. I don't know. Bills to, put up thirty eight points on the Steelers defense, so who knows what the fuck? Yeah. I mean. uh, the my I I just don't I don't want to play that game I I think that Zach Wilson is he could give the ball up four times and if he does that there's no chance that the wait that are the we talking Jets, yeah. what are we talking right now Bills Jets we're talking uh, Bills Jets Bradford <laughs> I like the Jets plus eleven and a half so yeah I got twelve and a half on here um I just really. I, I would stay away from this game in a betting standpoint. I yeah, just don't it's like not my it. favorite. It's not my favorite. Yeah. I mean, if, if, you, if I had to give some think, advice, I don't even know what I would give right now. Like, I let's. That's a lot of what, points. It's a lot of points. Forty-seven. Mm-hmm. If I had to give anything, I'd say take the over. See, I I like if side. if the Jets are gonna just because the, the Bills are so they're potent, put up points, which means well, they're yeah, they're yeah. gonna go over. So. It could easily go like the Jets go for it on fourth down four times and get it four times or they get it zero times. And that's that swings yeah. the the total so drastically. It's ridiculous. Well, I I just All I right. think that Zach Wilson turned it over three times last week. The the, um, the Bills defense is better than the Packers or the, not the Packers, the Patriots. So I. I just I don't trust in Zach Wilson enough to. to I think I think twelve and a half for them compared to five for the Dolphins Bears is kind of ridiculous. Personally. Yeah. Yeah. I would I, agree. I, w- I would tend to agree with you. They should be closer. I think they should be meeting yeah. in the middle a little bit. Yeah. Yep. I would agree. So another next uh, game, interesting game that I I think is kind of flying under the radar a little bit is Vikings versus Commanders. The Commanders are secretly not that bad. Uh, Vikings are three and a half point favorites. The over under is forty three and a half. Um, the Commanders are four and four. They're on a two game winning streak. Just got announced this week that Dan Snyder is looking into selling the team. I know nobody likes him, so he's going to expose he's selling the, the team, truth. Yeah, I, I, I actually really like the Commanders in this spot. I think the Vikings are somewhat fraudulent. Um, they they've they've been very lucky this season. They. So, I would agree. And I, clearly I think the luckiest Heineke, six Taylor, in one Taylor Heineke is always going to keep in the game. He just is slinging the ball. I mean, it's it's awesome to watch him play. He's and a dog. He's a dog. I, I know it sucks, Matt, but he, he that was awesome last week, that bomb to Terry McLaurin and Terry ripping it out of Stephon Gilmore's hands. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was that was a good play, whatever. That was yeah. a fucking poor defense by the Colts. And, and the, 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 the uh, Commander's rush defense has been very good. Um, I don't think Dalvin Cook's going to put up a whole lot of yards this game. Uh, Kirk doesn't matter. You have to throw the ball. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be able to stop them in the air. That's why I would like, I would stay away from this game, like betting, like spread too, but I would edge towards like Vikings money line if I had to do it. So I, I would, if I had to do anything, I'd lean Vikings. I'm actually double playing this game. I'm taking Commanders plus three as one of my picks, and I'm taking the over at 43 and a half. 
I'd kind of like the over to be. Yeah, yeah. I, I think both defenses haven't been great, and the Vikings are going to have to throw it because the Commanders' defense rush. Ain't defense no problem for the Vikings because JJ's going to have a stellar game. I think yeah. So I think I think there's going to be a lot of points. Um, and I like I like the Commanders to cover. I think three is a good number. And I just like I like Taylor Heineke. I three think, and a half for sure is a great number. Uh, I I got it at three, sadly. But uh, well, I mean, I, I'm, still, I'm still you know yeah that's that's all right with me. I also right. where's the hey, is it? I'm not hey, trying to, to. Hey, yeah. I'm trying to uh, go through these a little quicker. Okay, uh, so let's go ahead and jump to the afternoon games. Uh, I think the one o'clock slate is not bad. Um. But hey, hold on, hold, hold I re- on, real, real quick. Let me just give some stuff on a couple of them, real quick. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Through. So, Colts Pats was oh, sorry, Colts Pats was five and a half down to four and a half. Sixty-one uh, percent of the bets are on the Patriots. Fifty-six percent of the money is on the Colts. So, and I don't Jim think that tells a money. Whole, Yeah, I don't think that tells a whole lot, but. It is getting easier for the Colts to cover, which kind of, or for the Patriots to cover, which kind of scares me away from the game. Obviously, I won't be touching it. Can't bet on the Colts. Won't do it. But fair enough. Yep, I would. I would stay away. You never know what's going to happen. Exactly. In these games. I'll, I'll lean. I'll lean Pats. And yeah, that that's that over under at thirty nine is a bit too like it's too low for me to even want to do anything on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Next, Packers Lions. Anybody got anything for this one? Three and a half is the line. Lions I I took the Lions plus three and a half. Really? You taking Lions? I mean, their the offense have been is on a their skid. offense is very good. Um, it hasn't looked good the last couple weeks. I think they're going to get it back on track. I know they just removed T.J. Hawkinson, but um, Amon Ross State Brown should be getting healthier. Um, so and he's he's been very good. So I think he's going to add a lot once he's back to full health. Um, And I just don't think the Packers, what they, they can't do anything. They they've looked very sad. Not, I I don't even want to say bad. They've just looked sad. I mean, Aaron Rodgers yelling at his receivers every single time uh, he throws the ball. I just can't think that's good for a team. I just, I just don't see the pack losing to the lions. That's Not insane. that I would bet on this because it could easily the Lions could win, but I, I would take the Packers slightly, but I'm not going to put any money near this game. No, I would not either. 58% of the bets are on the Packers, but 73% of the money is on the Dan Campbell-led Lions. I, this is I another mean, game that I would not touch, but if if I was to pick a side, it would unfortunately be the Packers. I would only take them money lines. I wouldn't take them anything else. Yeah, the only reason I I would put them in a money line parlay, but you're going to have to lay like $2 to get them on the money line. So do what you will. Uh, Next game, let's see. Raiders-Jags. This one's a weird one. Fucking stinker, and I'm taking the Jags. Yeah. I think if there's a side, you got to take the Jags. Raiders were minus one and a half last week against whoever the fuck they faced. Derek and Carr got has the doors blown off of them. Corned by. me Dude, in fantasy enough. I will not. I am holding on to him because he he's the only other option in our two QB league. But he can yeah. get fucked. I'm going Jags yeah. in this game. Yeah, this game's a stinker. I'm staying away. 
Elliot, anything on that one? No, I, I, that's that's going to be one of those ones that uh, you see the final score, and that is the only thing that you see on it because there won't yep. be any highlights. If, if this were yep. the only game on this weekend, I would hang myself with a fucking noose. <laughs> yeah, if this was a, a Monday night game, that I would not be watching. Sorry about you. Uh, last game on the one o'clock slate. Let's go to the Panthers and Bengals. Bengals minus seven and a half at home. Fifty-four percent of the bets and seventy percent of the money are on the Bengals. The trends are not good for the Panthers at all. They have played good the past couple weeks, but I believe just like the Falcons, their magic dust has run out, and it will be the Bengals in a blowout. Ooh. Bradford, you got anything on that one? Buddy? I, I'm actually quite opposite on you here. I really? think the Bengals' poor outing against the Browns was embarrassing. I think <laughs> I think the Panthers are rejuvenated that McCaffrey's gone. He's no longer the focal point of the offense, and now everybody else is getting their share. Dante Foreman's going off. Um, I don't even – oh, is it P.J. Walker's their quarterback right now? P.J. Walker's a dog. The dog I, so, and the P.J. So I – I am taking the Panthers uh, plus seven and a half. Uh, yeah, I don't like the seven and a hook. I would try and buy it to six and a half, but yeah, I think I, don't know. I think the uh, the Bengals are a good teaser line. If you want to tease them all the way down to one, yep, and put them in a parlay, I, I like that because um, yep. I do think they win. But I the just seven the way and they a half looked early in the season, man. I just don't know. Yeah, no, I. I would I would tend to agree with Brenton here. All I right. I think the Panthers uh, can cover. I yeah I know yeah. I think they can I think PJ Walker's very, a dog. Very capable. Jamar Chase being out hurts the Bengals big time. So big, we'll big see. Facts. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we cover the one o'clock. Hey, uh, on. I got a I got a five star five star five star pick of the week, baby. <laughs> this is my fucking post the mortgage on it. Five-star pick of the week, Seahawks going into Arizona, and Kyler Murray playing Call of Duty, yes, not watching yes, film. Yes. Fuck the Cardinals. I have lost too much money on them. The Seahawks are a fucking wagon this year. The fact that they're yes. getting two points against the Cardinals is absolutely atrocious. I don't understand. Yes, the, I, I agree with everything. Go ahead. And the COD just came out. He's going to be grinding oh, yeah. camos. I'm grinding camos, but I don't have a fucking NFL job. Uh, <laughs> so, fuck him. We're going Seahawks in this game. Yes, sir. We got yep. uh, bets and money are split on this game. The under trends look pretty good. Totals at 49 and a half. Seahawks I, I are see, ranked. Yeah. 50 and a half, dude. That's way too high. Yeah. Seahawks are ranked 26 in points given up this season. Cardinals are ranked 30th in points given up this season. Two very bad defenses. Two Seahawks offense is good. Arizona can go. But I just, I don't know. I think something's going to have to give. I think it will go under 50 and a half. That is a lot of points. Uh, Cardinals 0-5 against the spread in their last five against the NFC West. The underdog in this matchup, 12-3-1 against the spread in the last 16 meetings. Seahawks, 6-2-1 against the spread in the last nine meetings in Arizona. Road team in this matchup, 11-4-1 against the spread in the last 16. 
unders five and two in the last seven overall and five and two in the last seven in Arizona. Give me the Seahawks plus two. Give me the under 49 and a half, 50 and a half, whatever it's at. That is my five star Uh, pick of the week. Speaking Arabic, but I understood all of it perfectly. Yes, I agree. Talking about Uh, all those against the spreads. A lot of yeah, stats. all the all the trends are saying pick the Seahawks. So, so don't have to threaten me. Like I will take the Seahawks. I'm sprinkling money line. Kyler too. Murray is to leveling play. up the SPR two A right now. He can't. He can't. <laughs> so to play a bit of uh, rain on your parade. Yeah, um, you're not raining on my parade. This is my five star pick of the week. I've never tell- been more confident in a pick in my entire life, Elliot. I it's his five star pick it. of the week, fucker. I would play. <laughs> I love the pick. I love the Seahawks. I love Geno Smith. He's been awesome. He's a dog. But let let me just tell you, they've already played once this season. The Seahawks won 19-9, which helps me like the under even more. I did take the under as one of my picks this week. Um, In their first meeting, though, the Cardinals did outgain the Seahawks 315 yards to 296 yards. Not a huge difference. But the Cardinals also didn't have a kicker in that game. Their kicker got hurt. And they had to go for it on fourth down five times. They only converted one of the fourth down attempts. Both defenses have not been good. But the Seahawks' defense has been getting slightly better. They have been playing much worse competition. Uh, and the Cardinals do seem to play, be, play much worse at home. So there, there, is the, there is that part of the fact that the Cardinals, if they had a kicker, could have made this game a lot more competitive. Uh, at least the first meeting. Now they do have a kicker. Now they have good old goggles from the from the Colts. Good old blanket. Oh, shit. fucking hot rod, Jesus! Yeah, Christ. hot rod is out here missing kicks for the for the yeah, card. You might as well put a blind person out there to fucking kick. He can't hit the broadside. Give of him a bar, fucking dude. that dude Lego with instructions, and maybe he'll hit something. I don't know. The other worrying thing for me is the pass percentage is decreasing over the last couple weeks for the Seahawks. Pete Carroll is starting to run Kenneth Walker more. Now, Kenneth Walker's been very explosive. He's been very explosive, but his down-to-down hasn't been that great. And without the explosive plays, if the Cardinals can shut him down, I think the Seahawks struggle a little bit. I do really like the under. And if I I was putting my money down on it, I would take the Seahawks minus two money line all day. But I have my doubts. And I think that, I think the Cardinals may be able to win this one. I think this is a win it or he's fired for Cliff Kingberry. I think he's he's got his job on the line with this game. I think if he loses this game, I would not be surprised if he gets fired the, that following Monday. I they may they may kick him out of the stadium right after the game. I don't know. Kyler Murray's gonna be like, oh bro, bro, he's one hit. He's one hit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's one tap, man. I got him. I got him. Cracked. He's shields yeah. cracked. No, I I do love I do love the Seahawks this week, but I have I just have that trickling doubt in my mind that it may all go wrong for the Maybe Seahawks. You should trickle a bullet into your brain. <laughs> oh my God. Let's not say that on here, kids. Geno's no, very good. Kids. This is for I wonder if he can keep it up. I would love to see him do it. All right, on to yeah, the other yeah. four o'clock game. We got Rams versus Buccaneers. Two teams oh, wow, that are on a down transition. Uh, last time they saw each other was last year in the NFL divisional round. Uh, the Rams won it 30 to 27. It was a crazy game, very exciting, and I don't think this one's going to be like that at all. 
It's um, team as good as, as good as they are last year. Both teams are number 32, 31 and 32 in rushing attack this year. Both of them have been not, been unable to run the ball at all. But I think the Buccaneers are much closer to fixing it than the Rams. And that's why I, I like the Buccaneers minus two and a half over the Rams. Oh, it's, it's at two and a half now. Uh, I got it at two and a half yesterday. Let me go back. Is it is it still at two and a half? I don't know. I saw it at three earlier today. I would still take the three, um, but I like two and a half a lot better though. Two and a half is right now. It's at three on on FanDuel, but uh, two and a half is fantastic. I think Cooper Cup maybe uh, with that ankle ankle injury. Uh, Sean McVay talked about how he should have pulled him at the end of the game last week, but he didn't. Um, the Buccaneers they haven't been able to protect Tom Brady, uh, but the Rams' uh, pass rush hasn't been that great this year, so. Maybe their offensive line can protect Brady this week, and he'll be able to sling the ball. Uh, I I like the Bucks this week, and I would. I don't know about the total. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about the total either. I would agree. Uh, if you can get the Bucks at two and a half, definitely take that. Um, ticket count is split 83 percent of the money is on the Bucks. The Sharps like the Bucks. Brady has been absolutely terrible against the Rams. I believe he is zero and three since he has joined the Buccaneers against the Rams. Um, all of the trends, trends say to take the Rams, but I just got to think, like, Brady off a three-game losing streak, there's no way he's going to fall four in a row. Like, I think the Bucks figure it out on this one. Yeah, and Brady's been dealing with a lot, a lot of personal stuff in his life. I think some of that's getting behind him now. I think he's going to be able to more focus on staying on the field. Unlike Kyler, who's focused on Call of Duty, we got Tom Brady focusing back on football. So, Brent, do you have anything out of this game? I'm, I'm going to go completely opposite on you guys. I think Love the it. Rams defense shuts the Bucks down. But I just I, – the Bucks offense is one-dimensional. All they do is pass the ball. And, you know, you can say that about the Rams as well. Um. I just think Cooper Cup's better than anybody they have on the Rams. Like, Mike and Evans is Cup? good. Yes, I don't give a fuck. If he plays, he plays. He's going to be a dog. I just I just don't think that the Bucks are going to be able to figure it out. It just seems like it's not clicking. I don't know why. Um, and it doesn't seem like their defense is as good as it has been. So, I'm going to take yeah. the Rams. And I'm gonna I take can't them. fault you. So, I would take a money line if I had to, but I'm probably going to stay away from this game again. Like I don't really. The Buccaneers' defense has been giving up 326 yards per game. That ranks 11th in the NFL. Uh, they've allowed 194 pass yards per game, which is sixth in the NFL. Their rush defense hasn't been great. Uh, 24th in the league, they allow 132 yards per game, um, and they allow 18.9 points per game, which is sixth in the NFL. So their defense has been all right. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a top team. It's not team, been phenomenal, but, but I, I think but I think when the they Rams, only have one one person to focus on, Cooper Cup, they're going to be able to lock him about down. Allen Robinson, bud. Uh, I'm playing Matt Allen Stafford Robinson is a this week. I would like to see him do well. Um, no, I just don't think the I just don't think the Bucks are going to be able to score on the Rams defense. So the Rams defense, though. Um, Fifth in yards per game, total yards per game, 11th in pass yards per game, 7th in rush yards per game, and 18th in total points per game. So 
I think the 11th in pass yards per game is a fluke. Um, obviously, Jalen Ramsey there, great man-on-man coverage. Um, may have been beaten. It's kind of like the Trayvon Diggs thing where he gets beat and people roast him, but, you know, he gets a few interceptions and it's all cool. So I feel like they come up with the bigger turnovers. What are you doing? Okay, right, so else. I guess we'll move on to Sunday night then. Um, we got Titans versus Chiefs. Now, the last time the Titans and Chiefs met, the Titans shut the Chiefs out 27 to three. Um, that was last year though. They're very different. They're different teams. Different Titans. Uh, we got Chiefs as 12 and a half point favorites is what I saw them as yesterday, and they're still 12 and a half point favorites. Over under is 42 and a half. Um. The Titans, Ryan Tannehill's injured. He might play this week. We haven't had the final word on that. If I Malik Willis plays, are they going to be able to throw the ball at all? Uh, nope. So this is going to be a big Derrick Henry game, I think. If they can get him going and he can just absolutely run over the Chiefs, maybe the Titans can keep it close. But what what do you think about this one, Matt? Maybe you uh, could let Brent lead one time. That'd be cool. Brent, Brent, go ahead and lead off for us on this yeah. game. Okay, <laughs> thanks, bud. Um, I really, really like the Chiefs in this game. I just don't think the the Titans have it figured out. Obviously, Derrick Henry's going to be great. But with a running team, trust me, as a Ravens fan, a running team versus a majority passing team has not worked out for us in the past. And the Chiefs are just... I mean, Patrick Mahomes and all his weapons is going to be silly. So I just think they're going to run away with it. I don't I like the 12 and a half, though. I would not take them negative 12 and a half. So therefore, I would probably stay away from this game. I might even bet the over, though, in this game. Oh, uh, yeah, baby. I would like I 42 and it. a half is what Elliot gave me. So I think I would take the over and that's probably what I would take. But. It is now sitting at 44 and a half on FanDuel. Yeah, if you got it at 42 and a half, or, yeah, I mean, I, I would take that in a heartbeat. I think that's that's for goddamn sure. Yeah. I'm I think Patrick's 100% with you on this on one, you, Bradford. I, I do think that the line at 12 and a half is a little too rich for my blood. It's too so steep. I probably, it's too steep. I won't be taking that because you never know what Mike Rabel and – that defense can do. However, Chiefs are electrifying. They just picked up another weapon, first-round pick, Kadarius Tony, Tony. Yes. which we forgot to mention earlier, but I think that's a big move for them. I don't know if he'll get a whole Jesus. lot of I mean, with Juju, Kadarius, all those guys. Michael Hardman. And Dude, the Chiefs are also averaging 31.9 points per game. So – the yeah, Titans only have to score like 10. So yeah. Sorry, back to you, Matt. Uh, you're good. The Chiefs just might cover 45 and a half on their own. 44 and a half, whatever this it is. This podcast brought to you by Miller Lite. <laughs> what? What? Cold beer. What? I can say whatever I want. Baby. All right. Do we have anything else on the Sunday night game? No, nah, I'm good on that one, bub. All right. Let's uh, move on to the Monday night game. We got Ravens versus Saints. Ravens are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Huge uh, news coming out of this Seven-and-a-half. Britain, you're a Ravens fan. What do you think? 
Um, as a Ravens fan, I think it's egregiously low. I uh, agree. But as a betting uh, fanatic, or degenerate, as they like to call it, <laughs> I I think it's just it's it's right there. So I would take Ravens money line because the Ravens have been in too many close games this year. Yes, sir. Uh, we like to win or lose close games. Now, granted, I think we will win this game. Uh, regardless of how good the the Saints the Saints do have a pretty good offense. Uh, Alvin Kamara has been on a tear at least in the last game, and um, I think the yeah. Ravens get this done. I think they have more splash plays. I think they have more um, turnovers, meaningful turnovers at least. I think they get it done, but I would only feel comfortable on money line. A big news coming out of this one today: Michael Thomas on the IR yep. to yes. undergo. Like, he's already book. dropped his ass in fantasy. Get the fuck yeah. out of here! I think that's a huge loss for the Saints. I mean, they have huge. Olave. Olave. I, I think Olave is going to have a hell of a game if you're a fantasy owner of him. Their rookies have been very good. Olave and, but, is going to go nuts because the Ravens' secondary is questionable, even though we have like great players. Whatever, fuck them. Yeah. I also saw something today. Brian Robinson was shot and only missed four games. Michael Thomas has missed like two seasons because of his toe. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Brian All right, yeah, I dog. I got the Ravens minus two and a half on that one. Yeah, at the window, I, boys. I like the Ravens. Uh, total forty-seven and a half, forty-eight. Uh, do you guys? No, think anything on the total? Nah, I don't like it. Okay. I don't like the total because I just I've seen the Ravens score thirty and I've seen the Ravens score yep. seventeen. Yeah, yeah. So, well, so Alvin Kamara had a really good uh, week last week. Um, he he was missing for a couple games. He comes back and the Saints look awesome. Uh, if he can keep that up, I would see I would see a situation where the Ravens and the Saints have just a rushing battle all night and it may just come down to the very last drive come down to the field goal um i think if you get raped two and a half that would be that'd be a good pick but i i i wouldn't be upset with a saints ticket i i think this is going to be a closer game i think they're both going to be running it uh neither passing both passing has been all right um the the ravens ranked 26 and yard passing yards per game uh, and the Saints, uh, I didn't realize this till today till I looked, but uh, they're actually eighth in yards per game at 253 uh, passing yards per game. So I I could see a situation where the Saints can keep this close. Uh, the Ravens defense been bottom of the pack this year, but they have, for sure. they, they've made some good pickups, though. So uh, we'll see how the Ravens defense adapts this week. Um, I do like the Monday night game, though. I think it'll be a good one. All right. Well, that's all the games. Uh, so we're going to each pick four of our favorite picks from this week. We're going to keep track of it. And then at the end of the season, uh, the loser is going to have something. We aren't sure yet. Oh, we'll baby. discuss that. Um, right now, uh, I'm sitting here. Go ahead, Brad. Oh. Go ahead, Elliot. Sorry. Oh, uh, so let's each run through our four favorite picks. Um, Brenton, as we mentioned earlier in the week or earlier in the podcast, you had uh, Chargers at minus six and a half. You took the alternate spread there. 
So, uh, yeah, Matt, but we'll give we'll him go minus ahead. three. We'll give him Did minus three for the record. Yeah, no, no, I want the alternate. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, he, right went, he this, wants down for the alternate. Matt, what's your what's your pick for the week? Are you going the Seahawks? Is that your like your? I didn't say that was my pick of the week. I just said okay, that. Okay. Hey, one of them. Bradford, just run through your four top picks then. Okay. So let me. I'll just give you. I'll give you the rundown here. So I've got Panthers to cover plus seven and a half. That's what I got it at cool. against the Bengals. Negative one fifteen. Um, Dolphins to cover. Negative four and a half. That's going to be fucking easy against the goddamn Bears. Negative yeah, 110. Uh, Ravens money line against the Saints is uh, another uh, pick that I took. Negative 138. And I had Chargers alternate spread. Negative six and a half against the Falcons at uh, plus 142. And then as a bonus for the listeners out there, I've got a parlay lock of the week. Um, hey, I've hey, got- hey, Bradford's been hot. Been I've oh, been pretty he's hot been on, on the parlays, fire with the parlays lately. Get your notepad out. <laughs> he's Walter White out uh, here in the lab cooking these up. Cooking it up. So I've got Bills money line, Dolphins money line, and Seahawks money line at plus 257. I'll like see you that. at the window. I like that. that. That'll buy you your lunch for the week right there. All right, I'll go ahead and run through mine real quick. Yep. Uh, I got... Uh, two of them. Let's see here. I got Jets plus 11 and a half. Don't ask me why. I really like this bet. Uh, honestly, I think it's just because I see all of the sharp money coming in on the Jets, and it just makes me want to take the Jets. Also, <laughs> 11 and a half is a lot of points. So we'll take the Jets plus 11 and a half. Probably going to get my ass kicked on that one, but we'll see. Then Dolphins minus four and a half. I love this one. Like I said, I would take the Dolphins up to minus 13 and a half. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I would take the Dolphins minus infinity. Yeah. My uh, five-star, five-star, five-star pick of the week, Seahawks plus two. I absolutely love this fucking pick. And then I got the Ravens money line on Monday night. I think they're going to get it done. Uh, money line parlay as well. I got a four-legger here for like plus 500. I got the Packers money line. I got the Seahawks money line. I got the Bucks money line, and I got the Ravens money line. I like it, except for the Bucks. I'm pretty confident in the Bucks pick, but, but Tom Brady will I, probably. That's, that's a pretty either or game there. I can't blame you there. I can't yeah, blame you. No, I. I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. Fans take Matt's bet and. Uh, lose and then come run into me afterwards yeah i a <laughs> fair warning i bet with my heart a lot of the time so I will, <laughs> like i said i at the will top. use stats but man it's hard not to, to bet on teams that i love watching. if not for censorship we would have called this three retards who bet <laughs> <laughs> like i said at the top we are very biased and terrible at gambling non-monetized oh. The, the Except Burns been on the is... parlay heater of all time recently. Yeah. All right. Like to wrap up, right I got Commanders plus three. I also have Commanders Vikings over forty three and a half. I also got the Cardinals and Seahawks under forty nine and a half. And then I love me some Lions. I love Dan Campbell. Man could make me want to run through a brick wall with his pump up speech. Plus three and a half. 
All right, boys. That's it for this week. What a successful Hell first. Oh yeah, hey. Podcast. Yeah, that was a good first episode, boys. I felt pretty good. I didn't I liked it. I liked it a lot. Now, here's the thing. We may just be complimenting ourselves right now and nobody's ever going to listen to this part. They We're probably get like two for views. 5 minutes. If we get two views fun. by next week, I'll fucking jizz. And I'll make a jizz sandwich and I'll eat it live on the next one. Maybe that should be our punishment for the end of the season. Loser. <laughs> Whoever loses has to eat a soggy biscuit. Please. <laughs> oh, man. We're, getting, we're getting deplatformed after that one, bro. Hey, I'm saying it for the comedic value, all right? <laughs> all right, boys. We'll all see right. you in the window this weekend. I love the podcast. Keep it up. If you made it this far into the podcast, thank you so much. Cheers. So we're thank sponsored for... by Kanye West, Miller Lite, and OJ Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. So uh, please reach out to us. Give us money. Thank you, OJ. Ali said our uh, name should be Three Bears, One Cup. Well, that's a direct ripoff of somebody <laughs> else, so... Maybe not. Maybe not a ripoff, babe. Come on. Get it together. <laughs> what, does she not like Bets and Brewskies? I'm not getting that tonight. I think it's a fantastic <laughs> name. I love Bets and Brewskies. I love you guys. I will see you again next week, boys. I'm going to go in and catch the rest of this game. Two bears. Love you. Day, yeah. See you, boys. I'll right, get on, upload, and I'll send you guys a link to it. Hell yeah. All right. Later. See you, boys. Wait, are you actually getting off? <laughs>